if women aren't going to stand up and defend their spaces, their sports, why are we bothering? All right, mate, it's Madigan. Here we go again. Here we go again. The whole trans women in women's elite sport has raised its ugly head yet again. This time round, the sport of basketball. Australian basketball great Andrew Bogut has lashed out at Basketball Victoria following reports it's approved a transgender player in the women's league. Let's go live now to Sunrise correspondent Tegan. We've got to go live. This is so important. We need to go live. Oh, the corporate media, you're such clowns. Doling in Melbourne. Uh, Tegan, he's posted a very scathing tweet about this. He has, Eddie, good morning, and it has... Ooh, it's a scathing tweet. ...debate online. He's posted hashtag save women's sport after it was revealed... What an absolute bigot. Hashtag save women's sport. He must be a misogynist. ...that a transgender woman has applied to take part in the NBL One League. It's a semi-professional basketball league, just the league underneath the WNBL. Now, Andrew Bogut has said that a biological man, that was part of his tweet that was put on last night, wants to take part in the league, and he wants girl dads, hashtag girl dads, to come out and speak out about it. Now, this all follows the rugby league uh, banning transgender people from taking part in the World Cup last year. FINA, the swimming body, has done the same. Now, Basketball Victoria, Eddie, say that no final decision has been made. That is still to come in the next uh, couple of days before the league starts. But Bogut's tweet seems to say otherwise, Eddie. Okay, so they quickly passed over um, his tweet. So we'll go back and we'll read it word for word and see exactly what he's saying here. So Andrew Bogut on March 13th posted, word is NBL1, South Women, will have a biological male playing this upcoming season. Are you, with, are you okay with sacrificing the sanctity of female sport in the name of inclusion? Hashtag girl dads, where are you? The hashtag is trendy until action is needed. So he's asked there, are you okay with sacrificing the sanctity of female sport in the name of inclusion? Uh, the answer to that question, Andrew, is yes. Because... With all these cases, there's been barely any pushback from female athletes. There was a tiny bit of pushback with the whole Leah Thomas case, the, the swimmer who, by all accounts now, is, just, is being exposed just as, as an autogynophile. Um, so what was I saying there for a second? Oh, yeah, there's been barely any pushback. So... If you're asking, is, uh, are women okay with sacrificing the sanctity of female sport in the name of inclusion? To me, clearly the, uh, the answer is yes. Of course they are. So Andrew has been copying it after his scathing tweet online. And uh, he jumped on his Instagram account to address this. Now, I've just got to be careful with the sound here because the last time I checked it was really loud. So forgive me, but here we go. Message, appreciate all the messages uh, that I've been receiving. Um, majority are all very good. Uh, the minority, which is the quote unquote inclusive mob, um, you know, abusive name calling, standard tact, uh, which is fine. Um, for those not familiar with what's going on, 
I decided to put a tweet out last night and an Instagram post about NBL One South Women's League allowing a biological male to play in their league. Uh, Killsouth Cobras uh, is a team. Decided to put it out. Why did I put it out real quick? Because the league and the clubs hadn't been transparent and let not only people within the league know um, up until a certain point, but members of clubs of that club don't know. Um, other teams in that league don't know. So the fact that I put it out yesterday and it's created a shitstorm today proves that now they're like, oh shit, someone's, someone's spoken about it and I'm not afraid to speak about it. I think it needs to be discussed. Um, it has, this athlete in question has already played a game from what I understand, um, a friendly game against a team that had no idea it was going forward. Uh, they asked some questions apparently before the game, the game still went ahead. Kind of like too bad, deal with it. Uh, there was some a Zoom call or two organised last week where coaches in the league were all informed of it, were asked if they had an opinion, <laughs> comically. None of them did in fear of um, losing their jobs. Um, one of the coaches had mentioned that uh, um, I, I declined to make comment about it because I value my job. So that tells you where we're at uh, with all that. But real quick, for the media, reaching out. I'm not going on all your shows to discuss it. You can use this video. I've got nothing against people that want to transition as adults. I've got nothing against what they want to do with their daily lives. I've got nothing against what they do in the bedroom. Don't care. None of my business. You're an adult. Go for your life. Do whatever makes you happy. If I see you in the street, I treat you just as any other person. I do have an issue, however, that you know you, you feel that you need to infiltrate female and women's sports, period. Um, and that debate can go on for hours as to why. Um, Yes, I understand there's certain levels of testing for you to, you can't just, tran I can't just wake up tomorrow and go and play in the WNBL or the NBL One South. I understand that, there's testosterone levels. There's actually a board, if you didn't know, there's a there's a board that sits and um, a panel of experts, both in basketball and medical experts that determine whether you should be allowed to transition. And when you look into the background of these experts and their former jobs and where they stand on these issues, it's a pretty biased board. As human nature suggests, everyone's biased, but that's a very, very biased panel of experts. That's a story for another day. Um, as I said, I've got no problem how people want to live their lives. I do have a problem as being, okay, I'm, I'm a man, yes. Why are you commenting on women's issues? I have uh, nieces, goddaughter, aunties, grandmothers, mothers. I'm actually, you know, uh, my mother's biologically female and gave birth to me. So I'm gonna voice, for, voice out for them. That's why I decided to put it out because I sure as hell figured the NBL one, um, which is a subsidiary of the NBL and the Kilsyth Cobra sure weren't going to do it. It would have went down something like this. It would have just happened and down the line, your team rocks up and you're playing against a biologically ma biological male. Oh, you should have said something earlier. Well, we, we weren't really told about it. Ah, it's, it's happened now. Too bad. That's why I put it out there. So... Um, have the debate civilly, have the discussion, but need to be said. Okay. Andrew Bogut has done nothing wrong, nor has he said anything wrong. He is 100% correct. And I just want to address something that he said there uh, in just a moment, now that I think about it, because um, a player who is in the NBL 1 uh, decided to chime in on this and give her take. 
Her name is Chloe Bibby. As someone who plays in the NBL1, I don't care what they identify as or their pronouns. She, her, they, them, he, him, because regardless, I'm still going to try and beat their ass on court. Well, Chloe, if that were true, you would be in the NBA right now. They want to play ball, and I have nothing but the utmost respect for this person. Go kill it, queen. Well, Chloe, I love that you've got that attitude. But what's your attitude going to be when a whole bunch of mediocre male athletes decide to just drop their testosterone, a few nanomoles, and start taking over your division, and you're ushered out, no matter how much you want to try and beat their ass on the court, whether you like it or not... Males have a biological advantage and no reducing of testosterone to a certain nanomole level is going to mitigate male puberty that they've gone through. Right now, if Andrew Bogut wanted to prove a point, he could actually do this. For the next year, he could start taking whatever medication that he needs to and he could drop, if that's, of course, if his knees and all that sort of business is right. I don't know that much about Andrew's career. So sorry, Andrew. Uh, but let's say he's in somewhat physically fit. He could start taking all the drugs and decide to drop his um, testosterone level to the approved level. And he would go into the NBL, WNBL or the NBL1, whatever it might be. And he would just absolutely dominate. And once one person does it, that's when the ball starts rolling. That's when more and more people decide, hey, I can actually make some money here because I'm not going to make it in the actual big leagues with the big boys. I'll just go and steal your money. And then what's going to happen? Are we going to hear whinging? Why isn't anyone supporting women's sport? Well, because you made a, jo- you made a mockery of women's sport. Women's sport is no longer women's sport. And barely any women support women's sport as it is right now. Do you think the majority of women are going to suddenly pick up their gear and start going to the games, buying tickets, buying jerseys, buying memberships, now that your entire team have been taken over by transgender women? No. Those that are supporting you right now will leave in droves. And you'll have no one to blame but yourself. But the thing is, what will happen is, you you and the corporate media and the dirty, dirty smear merchants will somehow figure out a way to point the blame on people like Andrew Bogart or myself for speaking out about this insanity. And you'll say it's our fault. You'll say it's the patriarchy totally missing the irony in that statement. Oh, it's the patriarchy holding women's, women down. And, and not paying them equally. Now, the reason you're not getting paid equally is because women aren't supporting women's sport. As simple as that. And I know you're going to try and smear against me by saying that, uh, you know, I hate women's sport. No, I don't. I love the WNRL or NRLW. Love it. It's amazing. Watching those girls play their heart out every single match I'm so impressed. And the best part about their game that I love is it's all about tackling technique and it's not about the wrestling that's going on in the men's NRL. 
Now, those girls are playing with so much passion. It's actually inspirational to watch them do it. And I love the fact that the, the competition is growing to a couple of new teams and they're getting paid more money because people are loving the product and more people are going. And then there'll be a few more teams. I'm desperately waiting for my team to get a team in the NRLW so that I can buy a membership for them. I'm hanging for it. So you can, you can throw away your little misogyny tag that you love to throw around so often because the real misogynists most of the time are women because you're allowing men to infiltrate your sport. So here's, here's how we're going to fix this, right? Here's how we fix this. Keep the biological sexes separate and keep it at that. Now... If we want a gender-diverse division, all for it. Go nuts. And you know who can sort that out? Well, the LGBTQIA plus community can start crowdfunding it. If you're so desperate for representation, you can crowdfund it. You can get the ball rolling. But leave women's sports alone. And women... You need to start sticking up for yourselves and saying enough is enough. And when the girls that protested against the whole Leah Thomas thing, stop tearing them down when they, did, when they did speak up about it. It wasn't men tearing them down. It was other women telling them that they were bigots. So stop being such cowards and just stand up for your spaces, for your sports, for your representations, because you're afraid to be called the phobe, to be called the ist, to be called the bigot. You can't always rely on throwing out those labels to everyone who's calling this out on your behalf. All right, mate, it's Madigan. Thanks so much for checking out the channel. Thanks very much for checking out this video. Uh, you can find me just by searching out the Brian Madigan. I'm on all those platforms listed there. This, uh, there are audio-only versions of these episodes on Spotify and Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. I would love it if you were to leave a like, leave a comment especially. Tell me where I'm wrong. I would love to know where I'm wrong on this topic. That's the only way that people learn. You tell me where I'm wrong and we have a little debate about it. A little conversation maybe. Uh, or... Hopefully, I earned your subscription with this video. I do hope so. So, are we done? Yeah, we're done.